Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, May the 1st. Hopefully this finds you staying safe and staying sweaty, whatever state or country you guys are living in. And I got a gem today from my good homie, Travis Merritt. We're going to talk about the differences between gyms and studios and the options for all of you guys as we slowly get released back out into the wild here into our normal ish lives uh, as we kind of kick off this now obviously some states are opening up uh, quicker than others Uh, some gyms are already open in a handful of places I know Georgia and some other uh, facilities and and boutique fitness studios are are running and doing their stuff over there what that looks like for for every state uh, and city I'm not sure yet Uh, in Arizona here as of May 1st we still don't have a date or, or any outlines and even when we get them I don't know what the guidelines will be, and obviously uh, I'll need a little bit of time to prepare and kind of plan for the reentry of that. But uh, obviously, you know, it's not a super fun season for anybody uh, running a business at this point. If you're a leader and you've had uh, to be shut down or you've had some restrictions, it's less than ideal. And obviously, you know, what the consumer market looks like when you come back is is probably up in the air. Obviously, some people... Like I get messages from some of our athletes and our people now, and they're, they're rip-roaring to go, and they, they have been for a couple of weeks, and there's some people who probably are in the middle, and then some people who are kind of scared to leave their house and uh, do whatever. And I, I will say this, and I don't, I'm not taking a stance either way. Whatever you guys choose to believe is in the best interest of yourself and your family and your friends. I urge you guys to do that. I do think the kind of PTSD from this is going to stretch on for a lot of people. A lot of people will be leery you know, to go to a restaurant, uh, to go to a movie theater, uh, to go to a ball game, to maybe even go into a gym for that matter, depending on you know how you think and feel about it and what your own individual situation is. So again, I'm not judging anybody for whatever you choose to do, um, but I tend to look at things, you know, obviously, you know, glass half full and make the best of every scenario and, and situation and kind of roll with the punches as they go. But again, not... Uh, not ideal for any of us. However, yesterday I did have a, a rare chance again to uh, do something outside the norm because we are in this season and I can't, you know, physically work with the groups and the athletes that I normally do. And there's, you know, only so many hours you can plug into the day of, of creating videos and podcasts and blogs and answering your, your clients' comments and emails and, and direct messages. And so we decided to head up north here, probably about 90 minutes from Scottsdale to a little place called. Uh, Pine, Arizona, very uh, small town, just to hit some of the hiking trails up there. Because believe it or not, you guys, as you get north here in Arizona, it does uh, the temperature does change drastically. Uh, there's a huge elevation change. A lot of times, we can be in our pool, you know, in the afternoon and be snowboarding uh, in the same day. That's the the dynamics of where we live. So it's pretty neat. But uh, anyways, Pine's about 90 minutes from here, so we went and, and hiked around. Didn't get lost, which is great because I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not survivor man, so we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't survive in the wilderness on my skills uh, for very long. My wife would be probably the one leading uh, from the front there, but we had the chance to do that, which was nice. Uh, get some vitamin D, get some sweat going, just you know, enjoy. Basically, we literally hiked for probably two two and a half hours and didn't see another human. I mean, didn't hear another person. That's how small and remote this place is, which is cool. And then, you know, again, outside the norm, just, you know, making the most of it stopped at this little place. I think it's, I think it's, is it called the country Inn in tap room or something? I'm not sure. Again, they're not open. So it's only just, you know, pick up or delivery options. But my wife has been following them on Instagram for a long time. So we stopped by there, uh, grabbed a salad, grabbed a pizza, had a beer and just, uh, a fun time, a fun memory, and uh, obviously, you know, something I don't normally do on a Thursday 
uh, early in the afternoon. So if that's a positive that comes from this, you know, shit show we're sitting in, then obviously I'll take it. Hopefully we can look back on this, you know, three months from now, six months from now, you know, and be like, wow, that was a, a really fun memory we had and it was super unique and we, we made the best of it that day. You know, because I got up early, got all my work done. I came home, actually got right back on my computer and, you know, solved a bunch of problems we had. And so, albeit this is not a season of, you know, growth uh, in terms of like from a business standpoint and economical standpoint, uh, it's not a, there's a lot of things I can't do. And I could sit and focus on that. And there's a lot of uncertainty. And I could sit and focus on that. Like, man, this is going to suck because we're going to do this. We won't make as much money here. And we can't do this event here. And we can't go do this speaking gig. And I have to cancel this deal. And I'm not going to be able to. I could do that shit all day. Or I could make the best with what I have. And really just try to adapt and pivot and roll with the punches. And that's what I've done. And just obviously, you know, mitigate any of the negative stuff along the way. And just be positive that I'm healthy and uh just try to make the most of every day. And I guess that's the takeaway from me sharing that uh, story from yesterday. But uh, before we kick off on today's uh, podcast, you know, gyms versus studios and boutiques and what is the difference and what's probably the best option for you. A reminder, our 34 Days to Fit program is kicking off here in, what is this, eight days and nine hours. So we're going to be kicking off. I think the program starts on the 11th, but we're going to close the registration down on the 9th just so we can get everybody cohorted into the groups and uh, set up appropriately. Again, it's 34 days of just straight face-melting workouts. You can do them in your home, which is a set of dumbbells. You're going to get to work with me, Alexia Clark, Tommy Baker, Ben Novak and Nikki Metzger here. So about four of my real good fitness homies and myself. I coach you guys through every step of the way. We have a private Facebook group. We'll share all my workouts, a bunch of other follow along stuff. We'll email you the workouts you guys have to do every single day. And uh, it'll be a great time, especially since not all gyms are open. In fact, almost no gyms are open in any states. And I don't know when they will be. So this is a the best option that is out there for basically anybody, in my opinion, and I'll answer all your questions in there in terms of, you know, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle stuff. I'm in the group every day just sharing and just, you know, making the most positive, interactive, accountable community I can digitally. So if you guys are interested, register for that. Links in my Instagram bio. Uh, it's on my Facebook page and our LinkedIn. Or if you guys want a small podcast discount code if you're having a hard time you want to save a couple bucks if that makes it easier for you to enter i'm happy to save you guys a couple dollars to get you in there so i can work with you a little bit more closely and i promise you i'll over deliver uh like never before because uh you're gonna get my undivided attention so that is what we got going on today so with this podcast and talking about gym studios and boutiques what is the difference now my homie travis Merritt sent this over and honestly i can't wait so I get to travel again. In my opinion, this is me, you guys. I'd get on a plane today. Uh, that's living. You know, I'm I'm willing to, you know, roll with the punches at this point. And uh, I'll do my part, keep my immune system boosted. I clean. I do everything I'm supposed to. But I can't wait till we can really get to travel at full scale. And I can go, you know, visit Travis. We can sit down. I'll get him on the podcast. We'll do a couple episodes, film some content. I just miss things like that. I really do. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an introvert by nature. I'm a mutant. I'm a robot. I could do this business and just exist on the internet like my good friend BJ Gador, and I could do that. And I could make money and I could survive and it'd be profitable and it would be fun in its own context. But I do really miss uh, the, the community aspect and the interaction of our clients and our athletes and the people I get to meet. I've gotten to meet so many amazing humans in person and their stories they share. I do. 
I do look forward to getting back to that for sure. As uh, as weird as it might be for the first couple of days or whatever it is, and however we're supposed to do it per the guidelines, but I do think a big part of living and a big part of being healthy, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, is human connection and interaction. And this idea that we're never going to shake hands or hug again, in my opinion, is complete bullshit. Uh, we're going to get past that most definitely. That's what we do as humans. We're pretty smart. We can figure some shit out. So. Off my soapbox. So for today, we're talking about the gym studios and boutiques. And so obviously you guys probably know a broad sense of that when I say it. And obviously as the, you know, stay at home, shelter in place, order, lockdown, whatever you want to describe it or whatever terminology you use, uh, certain things are being allowed to open up in the country and, and gyms are going to be part of that. Now, a lot of places said it was in phase one. Most of the states I see say it's in phase two or phase three. And even the phase one stuff I saw, it, it's not really a way that a gym can even operate to be profitable. So like if they gave us like these guidelines, hey, Jeremy, you have to follow these. I can't even do it because it, it, it wouldn't even make sense fiscally to limit it to such amount of people. I couldn't pay staff and there's just certain things you won't be able to do. But if it's realistic and even with the, the new limitations for you know, I don't know if it's more like several months or six months to a year. Uh, it'll include, you know, fitness centers and gym facilities in there. And there's all different types of that. And so you're going to see different options, you know, for you guys become available in terms of training with people in person. So knowing the difference can probably help you make a better decision when you decide to leave your house and, and go train somewhere else instead of your garage or your living room, which I think for some people, it's great. They're home workout people. It's amazing. I'm I'm not one of those people. I like to go somewhere and actually train. I like to separate my living space from my training space. If I only had that option, then that's obviously what I'm going to do. I'm going to make the absolute best of it. I will go in my backyard or my garage just so I can't, I don't want to be, you know, dripping body butter all over my couch and my living room floor. It seems pretty disgusting, but that is just me. So when I break down these types of facilities, you guys can, you know, pick and choose what might be best for you. And the first one obviously is the big box gyms, right? That's your typical LA fitness in the 24-hour fitnesses, just to name a few. And where basically you're simply just paying to rent equipment during hours of operation. They might have some free you know, group classes in addition to the membership. They might have a personal trainer on site that you can work with. But for the most part, you're really just renting access to a building with equipment, which for most people, and again, I'm going to talk about the types of people. It's probably not ideal because you're just renting space in a room with a bunch of tools you probably don't know how to use properly with no programming and no real direction but for some people it can be ideal which i'll touch on later on in the podcast the second option is kind of like your higher end big box gyms right now in terms of big box gyms there is the lower hanging fruit too right like the planet fitnesses and the u fits the place that costs maybe like nine ten bucks a month something like that like the the low barrier to entry where they're just focusing on numbers where they basically have to oversell the business model by like ten thousand percent to be profitable and they really don't want you to show up that's how those models work in terms of a business i'm not speaking for each franchise individually i think there's really good people in every aspect of the industry but when you look at the numbers it has to run that way if everybody showed up who had a membership the place would close down because they couldn't even you know take everyone at scale and capacity so that's probably the first tier the second tier is that the high-end big box for you guys are familiar if it's like an equinox or if you guys have like the lifetime fitnesses where you're at or any other kind of giant specialty gym now 
it's really no different than the traditional big box gyms like LA Fitness or 24 Hour because um, you're still just paying to use you know equipment during the hours of operations. The, the biggest difference is probably uh, the memberships. They limit what they have in their exclusivity, um, similar to like a country club, right? So you're going to pay a lot more, but typically you have more amenities available. So for some people, it's like, oh, they have a pool or a sauna and who knows when they'll open those up to people or like a giant rock climbing wall and like just different things that maybe your normal LA fitness might not have. The higher big box ones tend to have a little bit nicer stuff, a little bit higher, you know, price point entry wise. So it does weed out people who obviously don't have the funds to do it. So you might have a little bit nicer experience depending on what you're looking for. If it has a smoothie bar and all those kinds of things. So think of it again, like a country club, if you will. Next type of places is kind of like the kiosk gyms, right? The ones that you just key fob into. Snap Fitness, Anytime Fitness. They tend to be smaller gyms to have minimal staff, sometimes no staff. Uh, again, I don't know what they look like in the future. I don't. We don't know anybody who owns one. But like a big box gym, you're basically paying for equipment to use during the hours of operations. And some may have classes with the membership. Some of them might have trainers um, that are in addition to your kind of membership dues. But basically... This is the most removed from everybody. You just key fob into a building and use a bunch of equipment, however you see fit. For most people, again, probably not the best option in terms of training and maximizing their results. I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying there isn't people who haven't crushed it in all these places and made great life-changing transformations. But basically, you're doing it on your own. It's like getting access to a kitchen, like at a restaurant. And there might be a list of ingredients on the wall, but it's just like, here you go, Jeremy, cook your own pizza tonight. And it's like, well, man, this pizza is going to taste like shit because I don't know what I'm doing. That's kind of how I equate a lot of those places. Now, if you're someone who has a decent, you know, culinary background, or if you're someone like me who can read and follow directions, you can make a pizza. It probably isn't going to taste like, you know, the same pizza I had on the Amalfi Coast, you know, but it would probably do the job. That's how I think of those kind of gyms. And then the last one is your boutiques um, or your specialty kind of studios and facilities. So think if you want to go bigger, like uh, the specialty studios, if it's like the CrossFit boxes, if it's the Orange Theories of the World, if it's like the F45s, those are the ones, or like the boutique places, i.e. a Jeremy Scott Fitness, somewhere where it's like there's a coach, there's accountability, there's a certain amount of people in each session. We know everyone's name, what their goals are. We're here, you can reach out to us, and we limit the amount of people that come in the door and how many people can be here at one time. And you're only basically training during scheduled time with an instructor and a coach. You don't just come in here and free fall and do whatever the hell you want with any of the equipment. And this can be you know, large groups, medium groups, small groups, one-on-one anything in that kind of range. And, and the frequency of the visits depend on what options you know, the gym has in terms of protocols. And so you might find some other kind of one-off kind of gyms, but a vast majority are gonna be you know, what you see open in the next few weeks and what's kind of always been the standard in the industry. Now, which one is the best for you? Uh, it really just depends on you know, personality type in terms of like what's the fit. Now, again, if we're talking you know, gyms, studios, big box, ultra high-end kiosks, and the boutiques. Um, but we'll narrow it down here. And again, I like to say for training, like anything in life, 
there's personality types of people, right? Like what works best for which person? And you might already know and have found your niche of what you like best, or you might listen to this and say, you know what, this is what I've been doing, but here's what I should do. And a lot of times in life, you do get what you pay for. Uh, I believe that. If, if you've ever had, and again, I'm not bagging at any place. If you ever had like a steak at, you know, Outback, and then you went to Mastro's. Nothing against Outback. It just isn't the same as Mastro's. I don't care what you want to say to me. There's no way you can compare the two. They just don't taste the same. The ambiance, the atmosphere, the service, the experience is just different at both places. And the quality of the food in terms of how it tastes and the presentation is different too. So again, if you guys are thinking about that, you have to know that. It's like when you, if you buy all your home decor at Walmart, there's nothing wrong with Walmart if you like it. And Crate and Barrel is something different. I don't care how you splice it, the, the quality of stuff and what it looks like and how it lasts and the detail and the craftsmanship, they're just different. I'm not judging one versus the other. You decide which one's better for you and your personality type. So again, in a lot of these areas, sometimes you get what you pay for. And I don't just mean exercise selection. I mean the coaching. I mean the community. I mean the person you get to interact with and talk to and how they take care of the facility, how they take care of their clients, how they take care of their staff, how they take care of themselves. The person coaching you, do they carry themselves a certain way? Do they walk, talk, act a certain way? Do they eat a certain way? Do they train a certain way? Do the facility, do they treat it like they treat their home? And in fact, if you're talking about me, I, my wife is way better than I am. And we obviously have a cleaning crew here too, uh, professional. But I personally take better care of my studio than I do my house. I don't leave anything lay around here. Everything is, is spick and span and spotless. And we, we do our best and we treat it like it is, you know, part of our home and facility. And so that's probably the difference between, you know, the owner operated places and like the bigger big boxes and the franchises and where they're removed and they just have a general manager or somebody they're paying a couple bucks per hour. And that's why I say when you when you talk about, you know, supporting local and buying local stuff, it hits home so much deeper for the fact because most of those places are community-based owner-operated. It's a mom-and-pop shops, if you will. There's why that's the term because the mom-and-pop own it and they work in it and the kids are part of it or the husband and wife team or whatever it is. It's very family-based and they treat it like it's a human. Like they've built this thing from the ground up so they treat their business like it's a person. Where when you look at like the franchise models, right? Nothing wrong with them. They're super profitable. Obviously, most of you guys have been to like a Starbucks and things like that. But those places can only operate and only be profitable if they pay like the lowest common denominator like to operate them. So they can't afford to pay the best people. They can't hire the best people because they're not profitable. They have to be able to scale this thing to reach everybody. And they do the best they can with what they have. But you're not going to find the best fitness coaches in the world working at LA Fitness. No offense. You just won't. Like, does that make sense what I'm saying? So you have to understand like there's a difference between that two, in my opinion. When I go places, I tell the difference almost instantly when I go to a local coffee shop versus a giant chain. And don't get me wrong, there's local places that can be lazy and suck. They tend not to survive for very long where the bigger chains can survive a little bit longer with subpar service just because of the infrastructure uh, and the financing behind it. So with that, in terms of personality types of picking the type of gym and studio and facility that's best for you and what would work best for you, Type number one is you're, you're very self-driven, human. Like you have a plan, 
or maybe you work with a coach online, you pay them a couple bucks to kind of hook you up with the program, like let's say like our inner circle group. We have a lot of people in our inner circle coaching group where it's very low entry price point per month. They can ask me any questions they want. I set them up on a program that makes sense. We design programs for them. It's built off all the things we do here. Um, but they're driven and all they need to do is grab the plan for me. They can ask questions that they got to send a video in. They can, but for the most part, they can just, it's plug and play for them. And they're pretty consistent with their workout times. They just need access to the equipment and have somebody guide them along the way. Now, if you're a type one person and you're awesome by yourself or you have a coach just feeding you some stuff, you probably can make it in a big box gym or a high end gym if you need to. If you want access to good equipment that's a clean facility, um, you probably want to go to like the higher end places for sure. And again, those membership ranges, again, from the low point, probably down to 10 bucks all the way up to like a lifetime or an Equinox, maybe two to 300 bucks per month, give or take, depending on how nice of a facility you want to be in and what you want to be around. Type two is like, you're still self-driven. You have a plan. Again, maybe you work with an online coach, something like our inner circle group, um, but your workout times vary greatly and you also just need access to equipment. So for those people where the workout times are erratic and maybe you work swing shifts and do different stuff, um, you could probably make do if you're super self-driven with like a 24 hour fitness key fob swab in place, like the kiosk gyms, like the anytime fitnesses and the snap fitnesses, those can probably fit the bill. And even maybe some of the, um, the ultra high end places like the lifetime fitnesses can be a good fit depending on the hours of operation due to your crazy schedule. And you might pay a bit more, you know, for the membership fees in that range, but again, probably still, you know, comparable for a lot of you guys. Then like the type three person where you're self-driven, you have a plan, um, you just need a place where your entire family can go. And this means maybe more amenities, right? Like you're the person where you guys have to have a pool and you have to have childcare and you have to have multiple classes because you don't really care what you do. You just want to get in and sweat somewhere and the workouts are irrelevant and you just want access to equipment. You don't care how many people are around. Um, the high end kind of big box places might be your best bet. Uh, when you go higher end, you're obviously going to pay more, but you get access to, again, the pool and the childcare and the classes. Uh, and there's an idea where you can drop your kids off here. You just set them. Um, you and your spouse go do your thing. You can check out the pool. You can do whatever. And again, depending on the family and how those prices align, you're probably talking 150 to 500 bucks or more, give or take, depending on you know what area you live in and how nice you need it to be. The next type of person, type number four, the person who wants to work out but the big crowds make them uncomfortable. Um, they don't mind them, but they're not ideal for you. I'll put it that way. Like, so I'm not saying you hate them and you can never go in them, but it's not probably your, your favorite thing. And again, you're the person who just wants access to equipment to do your thing. You can probably get by on the kiosk gyms and those could work for you. Anytime fitness and the snap fitness. Um, again, they typically have a smaller membership base and their peak hours are probably, you know, 6 p.m. when people are getting off work. But besides that, there's less than probably 20, you know, five people in the space at one time. And you typically have 24-hour access. And again, it's not going to break the bank. Some of you guys, 25 to 100 bucks a month. And again, for things like that, you just have to be very self-driven. For all those people I just listed, you have to be very self-motivated every day. And you don't really have to care about social interaction with people, even though there are people around you're basically doing your own thing and you're on your own script and whether you have a coach spoon feeding it to you from some point or you're just going in on your own, those people all have to be very, very self-driven and motivated. To me, 
it's a very small percentage of people who crush it that way. Uh, I'm not judging here. Some people listening are great with it, but you have to really understand programming. You have to really understand your body and your goals, and you have to be very self-disciplined and very self-motivated to get up and show up every single day, especially um, when there is no accountability, when there is no goals set from anyone else, and when there is no coaching. It's just literally 100% on you. And I feel very few people are ultra-successful um, when they don't have a goal, accountability, and a coach moving through life. Just my opinion. Type number five is the person who needs some guidance. They don't need one-on-one training, let's say, so they're not there, but they need a coach who's going to push them harder than they push themselves several times a week. Um if you're a type five person, you're not the person that's going to go in and work out on their own a ton unless somebody's motivating you or telling you what to do or has you part of an actual program. Now, for these ones, the group training studios and facilities and the, the boutiques are, are probably the best option. Again, you're a person where large crowds might not bother you. Um, they might actually amp you up, if you will. So you might feed off the energy of being in a group. And again, this could be a, a smaller setting, like a Jeremy Scott Fitness, or a bigger setting, like a like a CrossFit box or an Orange Theory, if you will, or even like uh, maybe an F45. I'm just listing off the, the popular ones off the top of my head here, you guys. But again, with all these programs, the coaching matters. It really does. Everything you do, like again, if I teach you how to squat, or the guy down the street teaches you how to squat, as long as it's correct... And he gives the right coaching cues that you understand, push through the heels, back straight, chest out, and he has you in, in the right range of motion and cadence and foot placement, you're going to be fine. But can they get you to do everything else outside of that? Is there follow-up? Are they motivating you? Are they inspiring you? Are they leading from the front? Those are all questions you need to ask you know, and get answered if you're going to truly make progress. Because I believe the coaching in everything matters. That's in life in general, in basketball, in gymnastics, in, in fitness, in your business, the leadership and the coaching does matter. And so if you're like this type five person, usually you'd come in and there's a set workout for the day. And some of the motions um, can be modified for you. In fact, if you have a good coach, all of the patterns can be modified for you, both progress and regress to make them easier or harder. We actually do this online with all of our coaching clients. Every workout we do, We'll give the options, like in our 34 Days to Fit, right, which is coming out. We created this program with people at home in mind. So oddly enough, I'm, I'm years ahead of the trend, right? I'm just I'm the master of isolation training. I, uh, I watch Rocky Four way too much, and I wanted to be Sylvester Stallone and lock myself in a little cabin in the wintertime and train for Ivan Drago completely by myself. All jokes aside, like, that's what this program is built of. And even in the program, we have, like, I watched one of the first videos Tommy has on there. He's doing pull-ups. But if you don't have access to pull-ups, we're going dumbbell bent rows. So we're always giving an option, right? And I think even in our online stuff, we've done that. So if you're going to somewhere in person and you have knee, hip, ankle mobility issues, they should be able to modify it for you. In our online coaching groups, if somebody's like, hey, Jeremy, I can't do jumping jacks because X, Y, Z, we modify the jacks with like step jacks or like a drop pattern, anything that can help them still do the workout as close to possible in the safest, most efficient way you can. So in these types of facilities, there's a workout you can follow. All the patterns are, you know, progressed or regressed. 
and you're essentially following along you know with the instruction of the coaching and in the groups whether you guys are in one giant group or you're in like you're broken up into cohorts and like little you know hub blocks of four which we coach a lot of our groups here in person where we might do five patterns or five different stations right but each person's in a group of four so you're separated in this group of four you guys are spaced in this group of four and so there's like five different little pods of people training essentially at the same time. And that's easier for us to coach everybody through space. And so that's the type five person. And again, it can be in a circuit style or everybody could be doing the same pattern at once, which when the restrictions come up, we might, you know, change the programming to match some of that. But I think for the most part, a lot of the things we do here can still be in place and keep people safe and having them crush it throughout it. And a lot of these, you know, facilities and coaching groups that are similar to ours typically you'd come like three days a week you have these set workouts you get coached through um, it's basically group you know personal training is how we describe it and it, it could be you know you pay 150 bucks a month to come here three days a week that's probably the most popular and uh, you know that's probably the best way to do it uh, for a lot of people now if you needed to do stuff outside of that typically your coach or your you know, instructor at your facility would prescribe some type of exercise for you when you're not with them whether they have online offerings like we do a lot of our people we actually write them specific workouts to do when they're not with us or if they go buy a super cheap membership at like you know you fit and pay 10 bucks and then we give them a loading program that they can do on their own anytime those are also all great options for the type 5 person and then the last person on the list would be like the type 6 right this person needs a lot of guidance a lot of education a lot of accountability and basically they want the total package of a coach where for them they might be able to do some of the smaller group stuff um, but maybe they're not ready yet it just depends those people are kind of on the fence those people when they come in here we typically you know we go through an assessment and we ask them and we walk them through like a, a sample flow day and see where they're at and I give my recommendation if they're comfortable enough to do group stuff or if they're good just one-on-one um, these people typically aren't scared of hard work. They're just not sure, you know, what they need to do. And I think that's a lot of people, they have this almost anxiety because they don't think they're fit enough to start. And I get a lot of messages from a lot of people saying, well, Jeremy, you know, I'm just not quite fit enough to come into the facility yet. And I'm like, well, this is actually what we do here. It's like, you know, it'd be like you're hungry, but you're not going to go to the restaurant. You feel like you have to just, you know, feed yourself a little bit because you're too hungry to go sit there. I'm like, no, no, no. You just come in when you need the help. Like you go eat when you need the food. Like it really can just be as black and white as that. But I do hear that from a lot of people who have anxiety about coming in. So the type six person is somebody who needs everything. Maybe this person has mobility issues. Maybe they are recovering from an injury or an illness, or they have a hundred plus pounds to lose. Those are the kind of people who fit into that category or the people who are just uncertain and they're novice in fitness and they just really want somebody to hold their hand at a deeper level. And we meet a lot of people that way and they end up being amazing group athletes of ours. Some of our greatest transformation people here started off just doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, you know, two, three times a week for a month or two. And then all of a sudden we get them into the groups and they're rock stars. Now they're part of our community. And the places you look for for that are the smaller training studios and the boutique facilities like a Jeremy Scott Fitness. Um, you can probably find you can get a one-on-one -on -one coach at like a higher-end gym, maybe like an Equinox or something. I'm not saying they don't hire good people. They for surely do. I just know the mom-and-pop places and the owner-operator ones, those people tend to be lifers. They tend to be people who are quote-unquote fitness people. 
they're not in it for just a paycheck. They're in it because they actually give a shit and they want to focus on coaching and customization for you to meet your goals and get to know you and your kids and your family and over deliver in every aspect possible. Those are the smaller training studios like a Jeremy Scott Fitness where we do one-on-one coaching, where we do the small group training, um, where we do specialize in things where it's very hands-on and we're very involved in every aspect of your life whether you want to uh whether you want us to be or not basically is what i'm saying and again when we coach here like we don't call them they're not called classes like we don't run classes here we do group sessions like a class is when anybody can just drop in and do whatever the hell you want anytime like we have group training sessions here and most people come to the same session the same times each day each week obviously if we have to make adjustments for them we can but we never oversell it we never overpack it we're not going to jam the place in with too many people we always make sure we have something set up so everybody knows what they're doing and we program things out ahead of time that's what makes the most sense for the people who actually want to coach and want guidance and want accountability and again, some of those places can range from, you know, 150 bucks a month to 250 to 300 and so on, d- depending on, you know, how much customization you need. It's like building your own car, if you will. You know, how deep, what kind of seats do you want? Do you want cloth seats or leather seats? You know, do you want, you know, stock rims or chrome rims? Like you can basically pick and choose and, and make your fitness a la carte in a place like we offer here and all the places that are similar, you know, to us. And so, that's a bunch of options, obviously, for you guys to consider. And some of those may sound, you know, exactly like you or, or what you want. And, you know, some of them are, are on the other end of the spectrum and they might not really resonate with you. Um, and if I had to simplify it even more, you know, if you know exactly what you're doing and you're very self-motivated and you don't need anybody to coach you or talk to you or interact with you, then you can go to any big box gym in the world. But... If you need some guidance, if you need some accountability, if you need some coaching, if you know you're more motivated and more inspired and you have more fun, consider going to like a specialty studio, um, the owner-operated places, the mom-and-pop shops where there's a coach and a trainer and you're probably not in a group, you know, bigger than 20 people and you're probably not in a pod bigger than, you know, four people at a time uh, and that's how they coach you through it and that way you know like... They can see if you're doing something wrong. They know what's going right. They can check in with you. You don't get lost in the shuffle. And they really care about you because obviously when you're in those smaller settings, you know, and I'm not saying like at a UFIT where they have, you know, 8,000 members, everybody doesn't matter, but let's be real. Like if those people don't show up, like does anybody care or notice or check in? But like for us, like we do notice that people are not around and if they're, you know, sick or something's going wrong and you really do get that extra layer of accountability and caring. It's like when I go to my local coffee place, like they know me now. I don't even say what I order. They just know what's coming up. Obviously, because I'm a creature of habit, I get the same thing. But sometimes when I walk in, they'd be like, okay, just you today? Or are you getting a coffee for you and for Heather? And again, I don't even have to say hers. They just know what it is. And sometimes as I pull my car up from like returning a message, they already have the coffee made by the time I walk in the door. That's what I mean by, you know, what's the best fit for me? I like places like that where I feel like I give a shit, where I feel like I matter and I matter to the business and the business matters to me. And so I think you can look at your fitness that way too. And again, it really all depends on like, you know, what your goals are and what matters to you and what you're trying to get out of it. If you just want a place to, to, you know, get in the door and get sweaty, 
you can do that anywhere, man. You know, your 10-year-old kid can tell you to do that. He can tell you to run up and down the tree 10 times and run, you know, circles around the bushes and you'll get sweaty and tired. I don't know if it'll make you any better. I don't know if that's really what you need for your goals, but that can serve that purpose. This, it's so much more to that uh, than what we do here. And I think we do the same thing online. Uh, regardless if you're in person or online, we try to over deliver in every aspect and really just keep people engaged and focused. And the biggest key is just being consistent for a lot of people. What is the thing that's going to keep you the most consistent and not on the days when things are going right, but when you're stressed, when you're tired, when you're hangry, when 19 things went wrong, what is the thing that's going to keep you showing up and being motivated and just training consistently over and over and over again? And that comes down to the personality types and that comes down to does my personality type and my training goals match the type of coaching and facility and place I'm going to? And only you guys can uh, can answer that. So hopefully that helped. Uh, again, I just thought it was a great piece. I know for a lot of people it can be confusing of where to go and, and what they're looking for. And albeit right now, this season of life, it's not ideal if you're a, a show up to the gym and obviously crush it person and you have not been able to you know do that recently uh you have to make the best with what you got and for now it's us just you know training online and being part of a a group where there's accountability and coaching and there's daily workouts sent to you and they check in and you know they care and so obviously we're making the best of it that's why our 34 days to fits rolling out here in a couple days if you guys are interested hit me up send you a podcast discount code to make it easier for you and i promise you guys you'll learn a lot of stuff in there not just for 34 days but things you can take with you for the rest of your life and you can pick my brain and hopefully success hack your way to looking sexy and uh, you know, being a, a healthy, fit human when we can get back out into the world and you can go to the beach and do all the fun stuff that uh, we humans are really craving to do at this point uh, of the season we are in. So, But if you guys have any questions for me on the gym specifically on that, on our 34 Days to Fit program or any of our online coaching programs or anything else, please just hit me up. Uh, I'm happy to speak on those. And I did have one other thing I think I wanted to share. I wonder if I can find it here quick. I got a note from one of our athletes here earlier this week uh, about happiness. And if I can find it in my email, I will pull it up here in a second. But real quick before that, if you guys are obviously on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Go to the podcast app. Scroll your finger all the way down. Drop me a five-star uh, leave a comment or two. I truly would appreciate it. If you think this could help a friend or family member, or you think they might be interested in like in our 34 days to fit for that along to them. And obviously if you guys are on your MacBook or your iPad, go to the iTunes icon, five star ratings and reviews, drop me a couple messages. I truly would appreciate your guys support. And this is a playoff of happiness. Now, one of our athletes, uh, Christine had shared this. She's one of our inner circle peeps and then she actually lives here in the valley far away but every sunday when we were open up and the world is right she comes in for our sunday metcons and just rips it with us um and she's actually going back to work today she works uh, in a dental office and so she is back to work and she had posted this uh, just kind of about her kind of six-week layoff and what had been going on and the post she had made it said these are my values for true happiness and it basically has happiness spelled out and i'm going to share it with you guys quick h Happiness is a choice found within. A. Abundance appears when we're grateful. P. Practice positivity. P. Put your heart into everything you do. I. Intentions express who we aspire to be. N. Nourish your mind, body, and soul. E. Embrace change and live in the moment. S. Spend time with your loved ones. S. 
simplify life to find more joy. I thought that was cool. So I wanted to share with you guys, actually be coming on an email, I don't know, sometime later next week. But it's just a simple reminder to see things, you know, glass half full when possible, even in light of the difficult, you know, kind of stuff and situations we're all dealing with at the moment. So I just think it's nice to hear and see positive stuff and have a fresh perspective, especially when you're maybe dealing with some shit at the moment and you just hear something positive and it kind of snaps you back out of it to, to some sense of happiness and normalcy along this weird, wacky journey we're all in right now. So again, if you guys have any questions for me, shoot me a message, send me a request. I'm happy to speak on it. Got a ton more episodes coming out this week, but other than that, again, you guys stay safe and stay sweaty. I appreciate the support and reviews and all of you guys who have joined us in this online journey at this time. It's going to be amazing. I thank you for that. Uh, and we'll do our best to over deliver to all of you who are in with us. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love, people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.